Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Something that we struggle with as a society, as a whole, as a maybe community, is not knowing the difference between work and between duty. And this wasn't always a problem. I mean, in the ancient world, in the Middle Ages, the family knew that each person within that family knew their responsibility, they knew what they needed to do. For example, the man knew that he needed to go out and work or else his family would starve, or else he wouldn't be, be able to, to provide for his family. And the mother, for example, would know that if she didn't uh, understand her responsibility to take care of her children, then she would be lacking on her end. So there was a good sense of what everyone knew what they were doing in a household. And after, obviously, centuries, this started to uh, become really diluted in people's minds, where we no longer know what our responsibility is, and we conflate the idea of duty and of work. And I think one of the reasons, and I don't want to only talk about what the problem is, because that's you know kind of boring, but I want to point out how we got to where we are and what the remedy is for this problem. And I think, to start off, the, the way we got to where we are is we have become you know, workaholics. And especially in our community, we you know, came from, we were all migrants and we all had to come here and had to build ourselves. And this idea of working all the time is instilled in our blood. You know, we feel like we always need to work. We feel like we always need to provide. We feel like if we don't do this, you know, something is uh, gonna go wrong at some point. And when we become these only working people, we become these sort of robots. And the reason why I mention robots is because we just become a machine where uh, we're going through the motions in our lives. We're waking up every morning, doing the same thing. And when it comes to our actual responsibilities, our actual duties, we treat it as, as a job. For example, and no offense to anyone, but when we get so overly excited when someone graduates from high school, okay, great, you know, have a get together at the house, but we sometimes forget, okay, you were supposed to do this. It's not like you went out of your way to graduate high school, okay? Or, you know, middle school promotion. I forgot what they call it nowadays, but you see these, you know, fantastic parties, these great get togethers. Okay, good, have fun, you know, get together. You were supposed to do that in the first place. And then it gets much darker, right? Those are, you know, little funny examples, but then it gets to, sitting down with the family. Sometimes we treat that as work. We think that we're doing someone a favor by actually sitting down with our family and giving them the attention they deserve. That is where it gets really dark. Or when we treat, you know, treating our spouses with respect or treating our parents with respect, we are not doing them a favor by treating them with respect. We are supposed to do that. You're not doing anyone a favor. And we shouldn't be expecting someone to pat us on the back and say, oh, you know, good job for respecting your parents today. That's not how it works. Or, you know, vice versa goes with a husband to his wife. You're not doing a favor by spending time with her. Or when it comes to a wife with her family, you're not doing a favor, anyone a favor, by, you know, sitting the family down and, you know, saying a prayer together. These are all duties. For example, me as a priest, I'm not doing anyone a favor by offering the sacraments. This is who I am. I am a priest. This is what I am. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. 
And we see this in the gospel today, where the sort of Pharisaic look at life gets really dark. And we need to be very careful from falling into this. The Pharisees, they were equating the idea of eating and work. You saw in the beginning of this gospel, you know, the disciples, Khatliya, they were probably with Jesus all day that day. And remember, Jesus, he only had three years of ministry. So, I mean, he didn't waste any time during his ministry. And all they wanted to do was eat. And they go to Jesus and say, look, your disciples are eating. They were so far off the mark that they were conflicting the idea of eating a basic human nourishment to work. They are not supposed to be doing this plucking grain on the Sabbath. Because they were in their own worlds, all they knew was work. All they knew was this robotic idea of going through the motions. They lost the sense of what basic duties were. Now, let's say we fall into that. Let's say maybe it's us that are going through the motions. Maybe it's us that don't know how to snap out of treating everything around us as work. Jesus has a solution for this. So he immediately mentions, he, he brings the example of David, basically going to church, offering a sacrifice. And him saying, this was not work. What David did was not work. Going to church was not something that was just basic work, but rather it was something that was his duty. So now Jesus is taking our minds and bringing it to the mind of the church. Good. But then Jesus has another layer. He doesn't stop there. Then he brings this example, this great example of going into the synagogue. Then Jesus walks into the synagogue. And mind you, the synagogue, it's not a place of, uh, of offering a sacrifice. That's a temple. The synagogue was going there to learn to hear the word of God. So now Jesus has something else to tell us. There was a guy with a withered hand. Someone needed help. Someone needed Jesus' help on the Sabbath. And they ask him again. Now they're relentless with it. They ask him again, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? And Jesus immediately responds in a way where I'm going to close my homily with Jesus' response. The Pharisees got so, like I said, deluded in their minds. They didn't know how to distinguish between work and duty. That even helping someone was treated as work. And the way Jesus responds is what the human person is. He says, is man not more valuable than sheep? He immediately shows us how God created us through his image and likeness, each and every one of us. We give ourselves a disservice when all we think we are are these working robots. We are much greater than that. God did not create us to do that only. It's great, do that and uh, we should be doing that. You know, we shouldn't be these lazy people walking around. But the idea of understanding that if God created me through His image and likeness, that means He created me at a much greater spectrum than what I think He, he created me as. And because He created us in His image and likeness, that will help us understand that we have a rational mind. And through our rational mind, because we are greater than sheep, don't forget, because we have rational minds, we're able to see the basic duties we should be doing in our lives. Maybe people need help in our lives, like this man needed help from Jesus, but we treat as work. Maybe people need love and mercy in our lives that we just merely treat as work. 
Those are our basic duties, brothers and sisters. And for us to fulfill them will be for us to live out this gospel that we heard today. Amen.